Fun point of podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I am Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, what's up? Hey. hey. How was your uh, your week? Since, it was uh, it was good. Um, you know, I've been been going through teaching. I've been uh, doing a lot of driving in my big truck, <laughs> just sitting in it. Yeah, just <laughs> you know the usual. Uh, I actually, actually, I rode in the back of a truck on Thursday. Were you listening so, to this week's album while you were doing it? I wish I was. We so for anyone who doesn't know, I work in IT part time, and I thought that would be like okay, this will be easy, and I fix computers. A lot of it is physical labor of moving computers around to other places. Well, yeah, sometimes you just got to get it out of a bad situation. So, like the school I work for, one of the campuses is just closing. So they're like, all right, pack all this computer shit up. So we had to do that, and it was a lot of work, and my body has been hurting for four days. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and then I did ride in the back of a truck with boxes. So I was actually, uh, I went into the city uh, two nights ago, and um, it was after dark, and like I was, I was by myself, and um, this this man jumped out of out of the alley, um, brandishing a, a guitar just like a switchblade. Oh, and luckily I had my guitar, and I also brandished it just like a switchblade. Yeah, the, the I heard. Um, did you check out the the ballet on the turnpike? Yeah, I did and, check uh, out the ballet on the turnpike. Or, or is the ballet in the alley? I forget. It's in one of those locations. Yeah, there was um, the, and then there was. Um, oh yeah, and then like after that happened, I didn't have any money left, so I went on Venmo and I said, "Hey Eddie, can you lend me a few bucks?" Uh, I, I was going to, but the fucking local cops, the cherry tops. Oh, I fucked the fucking just, cherry tops. They just burned that whole shit down. <laughs> uh, so I guess there was really nothing to do, but just, you know, so, roll down the window. Yeah. Uh, we're, by the way, we're talking about, uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Overall, uh-huh. what did you think of it? It's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly how we're gonna, because we never talk, we always talk about episodes of TV. Right. We don't usually talk about music, so, I, I, whatever, whatever feels natural, what feels organic. Some songs are definitely gonna get more attention than others. Yeah, I think I like almost every song, and I don't even, there's no song that I don't like, but just some are very memorable and good to hear, and some are just some. Yeah, so you have some songs that are Backstreet's, and then you have some songs that are She's the One. Wow, that's so. literally what I was going to say. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, She's the One is the one song that, like, I don't really have anything to say about. Like, I I kind of forget about it every time it comes up. Could, could leave, could, I could leave Night behind. Yeah. Lyrically, like, what the topic is, like, pretty good to me, but overall it's not that memorable. I feel like if you... Were, if you were producing an anime about living in New Jersey, just like a shonen anime about like a, a boy who who brandishes a guitar like a switchblade on the streets of New Jersey, then like Night might be the song that you use for it. Yeah, but aside, Th- that would like, be the opening. Yeah, yeah. Like I was imagining like Izuku Midoriya like beating people up while listening to that song, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. That's probably what Bruce is thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Bruce, thank for you, my Bruce. hero academia. Yeah. Uh. So, 
uh, Born to Run, third album, Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. You know who he is. I do uh, know. I, I think the thing about this one, it's a kind of like Final Fantasy story that he's like, okay, we have to make a good album or our careers are over. Oh, so, so he like made he fucking was, Born to Run. He shit the bed twice and like did a bad job. I don't think like the other, like his first two albums, they're like fine. Like they're good, but like they're up, like they're okay, you know, but like he's like, we need to be famous so we can get a new record deal uh-huh. <laughs> uh, because that's how music works in this time. And guess what? He did. It's really good. It is really um, good. I definitely eight, heard Born uh, to Run before, like the yeah, song. It's, it's, it's a famous one. It's a famous one. I am looking through like the reviews on uh, Wikipedia, and of course, it's like Rolling Stone, like uh, Chicago Tribune, like all these like old timey, not like Vampire Times, but like yes, mm-hmm. that's what would have a music review. And then when you scroll down to like the 30th anniversary edition, Pitchfork, <laughs> hey, they gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, Anthony Fantano <laughs> loved it. Anthony, it's great. One of his top albums. How are you going to give, like, how are you going to review Born to Run in, like, 2005? And I'd be like, eh, it's a seven. Yeah, it <laughs> it's fine. Me, it it does make me miss a time that I wasn't alive in. Yeah. <laughs> it's really like, wow, oh, I was, yeah, I, I, miss, was, I miss the I was unions born. of the 70s. I was born in the wrong era. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could drink a beer on the hood of a Dodge. I wish I also lived my life in fear of the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wish I lived in New Jersey. <laughs> I gotta uh, say, I didn't... I was surprised by the way it sounded. Because... Yeah! I just didn't have any context for who, like, Bruce Springsteen was, but I know that every dad in America likes it, and also every communist in America likes it. So I expected it to be, uh, like, I don't know, proto-butt-rock, sort of? Kind of, because, like, because the other... I think the that's because your other... Thunder Road, so I thought yeah. it was gonna sound like Mastodon, pretty much. <laughs> so, I think that's because your other New Jersey reference is John Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah. Who's and the, it's, the, I guess like the pinnacle of if we're loud, people will think we're good. Yeah, uh, I think that it, because I guess like now this is like quote unquote classic rock, mm-hmm. but to be like a dickhead, I think about it as more of like rock and roll. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah, because when you think classic rock, you think like ACDC or something. But like the main instruments for this album are like a piano and a saxophone. Yeah, it was like. It was significantly more twinkly than I thought it would be. Like, there's yeah. a lot of, like, high twinkly piano notes. Yeah. And it's good. And, and there's, like, it's, none of it's like, oh, like, that's a sick riff. Like, well, there's not barely... The, not with the guitar. My favorite part, we'll get to it, but... Yeah. Where he says, I got this guitar and I learned how to make it talk. And it's just, like, the shittiest riff. It's just like, <laughs> and that's it. It's just fucking C, G, A minor, F. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Rip it, man. Um, Okay, so let's get into it. That could literally, eight, again, like I've songs. only listened to this album for a week. That could, that, I don't know what song that's from, and it could be from any of the eight songs. They take that law from the road. I think it's Thunder Road. Okay. Uh, So, first song, Thunder Road. Uh, What? Well, I know you like you said you like the album overall, uh-huh. but what about do you have a do you, can you pick like this is my favorite song? Ah, uh, that's hard. I think it I think it might be Thunder Road. 
Thunder Road's good. I would, my instinct is to say Jungle Land, mm-hmm. but I listened to a lot of Backstreets this week. Yeah. It's really good. I just really, I, I really like, uh, singers that sound like they're always halfway through a yawn. He sounds like he's about to die all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it sounds good. I, I like to hear it, but it's... Let's greet our slaves. Mary's dress waves. <laughs> Just like, I'll pull yeah, it got, out of here. No way. Like, it's Jim Morrison. Okay. Down the road. So, uh, I just have... I, I don't want to be, like, too Wikipedia heavy. Sure. So, I'll just read one, like, really fun fact about this song. It says, uh, during Springsteen's writings of the lyrics to Thunder Road, instead of skeleton frames of burned out Chevrolets, uh-huh. he had written skeletons found by exhumed shallow graves. <laughs> that sounds Max- a little bit more like my idea of New Jersey. <laughs> Max Weinberg convinced Springsteen to move away from the darker lyrics and stay consistent with the blue collar spirit of the album. I like that he kept the word skeleton, though. <laughs> yeah, we almost had goth Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. Which, if that one lyric, he would his career would have taken a huge turn. Like the whole fucking stanzas, they haunt this dusty beach road. Like it's it's clearly about actual skeletons. It's about and skeletons, like, and but it's about it's cars fucking, at the very end. Fucking Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness <laughs> over here. A Chevy with no conscience. Yeah. <laughs> Question: What did these things all have in common? They're cars. They're cars. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so a course. lot of the songs on here are kind of like stories. Yeah. So it's kind of e- easy to get like a grip on what they're about. Even if there's not like, and not like, here's the plot and here's what happens. It's more of just like a tone kind of. Yeah. It's about sitting on all the different parts of your car, but the seat. Yeah. And like forcing a woman to go with you who probably yeah. doesn't want to. Yeah. That was kind of a weird one. So, uh, the, the girl in the song is Mary. That, that's, she danced, like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. So, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, we have to, let's just tackle this one, like, right, right head on. Uh-huh. So, he's, so a bit halfway through the first verse, he says, Don't run back inside, darling, you know just what I'm here for. Which is a bit sex perverty. Mm-hmm. Which and then later, of, yeah! Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, but don't be that weird about it. Show a little faith there's magic in the night. You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. Uh-huh. And that's all right with me. So this is dude's rolling up, and this 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 young woman is listening to the bad singer of Roy Orbison on her porch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey. Hey, my hey, favorite I'm six out of ten talk. over there. Yeah. <laughs> Get in my car. I love you. You're you're the plat- platonic ideal of a woman to me. Yeah. Now get in my car. We're gonna drive down Thunder Road. Get in quick because one of the like slappinest moments of the album is coming right up. Wait, when we're pulling out of here to win, the fucking what else can we do now? You know that part? It's good. Except and then yeah. So like this song is kind of weird because it was a single, I think. Uh, but it doesn't. Oh no, it wasn't a single. The, the only two official singles are Born to Run and 10th Avenue Freeze Out. 
But it says, like, other tracks, like, get play on rock radio stations. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, well, uh, this song does rule, but it's, like, weird because this song doesn't have a chorus. Like, right. there's no, like, traditional structure to this song. That's true. It just kind of, like, builds and builds and builds the whole time. Uh-huh. Which is I, good to me. I also, I have the genius page up for the song right now, and mm-hmm. it says, uh, about the piano as the dominating instrument, Springsteen said, well, we decided to make a guitar album, but then I wrote all the songs on piano. Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> I played the wrong instrument. I lo- oh, this is all I know about Bruce Springsteen so far is that like he loves a car and he loves to open up the hood and also he loves to make all of his bandmates mad. <laughs> By playing the whole album on piano instead. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna... Alright, so I brought in this entire album about like my favorite monsters and skeletons and Scooby-Doo <laughs> episodes. Uh-huh. And it's like, Bruce, we said cars. <laughs> oh! Okay, let me let me just change this real quick. change all instances of Creeper to Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like, it starts with like the harmonica, mm-hmm. which is good to me. That's my harmonica noise. That was it. And there's it's like twinkly pianos and saxophones. There's barely any guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because they this is in like a post scarcity world where instead of currency, people just have guitars and use them as weaponry. I really money. like the the Mad Max Springsteen edition. Yeah, of just guys fighting in the streets with <laughs> yeah. guitars and Mad like Max everything's Thunder on Road. fire. Mad Max down the road, and then there's, like, a girl in a dress, like, sweating. Yep. Like, that's... <laughs> that's the hellscape he's painted. His, oh, and there's a giant Exxon sign. Yeah. <laughs> the giant Morio X Exxon sign. Um, so, yeah, what? I mean... It's really good. It's good. It's a great, like, opener. Yeah. And then let the wind blow back your hair, and everything, like, blows up from there. Yeah, I really, really I, I have to listen to music, like, in a certain space, and, Mm -hmm. like, I can't, it was, I I waited a couple days after you assigned this, um, Mm -hmm. at Funpoint to me, because, like, I knew that I wasn't gonna be on the road for more than, like, 15 minutes until Monday, when I was, like, Uh driving to work, so then, like, getting into your car, and turning it on, and then hearing that harmonica, and then by the time you get to the interstate, you roll down the window, and... And, and let the wind blow back your hair. Let the wind blow back your hair. Then and as soon like, as you leave town, it's full of losers, and you're pulling out of here to win. Yeah. It's like, I was... It's, this morning in the shower, like, I was listening to it to just, like, make sure I remember everything, and it's like... I mean, it's still doth slap, but, like... Yeah. It's not the same. It's, it's a good driving album it's a real yeah it's it's very much a road trip album um you cut out for a second it's a road trip album it's good road trip album yeah i was i did listen to it that day the day i was talking about that i went to work because it's like i live like five minutes away from where i usually work but where i went was like 35 minutes away and so i put this on at the start and one of those uh the roads i have to take was like i don't know if it was recently but in some publication was voted one of the worst roads in new jersey Wow. So I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. like my car is like <laughs> rattling all around as I hear like, oh, she's the one. God, I would be so pissed if I died and the last song I heard was she's the one. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's, it's fun, but it's like you have a 12.5% chance of hearing that song as your last of song like, if you're listening to Born to Run. Of like you like crash head on and then the last thing you ever hear is like, I'd much rather like 
hit the median while I hear like like the fun, like yeah. the good like jungle land thing. Uh huh. Or, or your car flips in slow motion throughout the entire jungle land solo. Mm-hmm. That's my wait. That's like how Fry <laughs> wanted to get killed by a truck driven by the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's my. I have to like flip through the entirety of the jungle land solo. Mm-hmm. I have to be in midair during those entire two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what else? Do you have anything else to say about Thunder Road before we move Not on? Not right now. I'm sure it'll come back. It'll, it'll come back. I just lo- really love It's a Town Full of Losers. I'm pulling out of here to win. And then, like, all the instruments. There's, like, 50 instruments on every song of this album. Yeah. This and they is, all just come in. This song, it's like, this whole album, but especially Thunder Road, it was like, huh, I know what I'm going to talk to my dad about next time I talk to him. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, hey, remember Bruce Does he, Springsteen? Do you know that he likes Bruce Springsteen? No, but he's like a baby boomer. So, like, okay, so he, yeah, he probably knows about it. Yeah, just like the next, like when I'm home for Thanksgiving dinner and like I start to hear, oh, so here's what Sean Hannity said today. I'm gonna be like, remember when the screen door slams? <laughs> um, I thought I was anti fade out on songs. Uh huh. I used to be like, just come on, just come up with an ending. But a lot of them on this album, like, work, so I'm okay with them now. Yeah. Uh, this this is one that fades out. Does it, I, uh, I think 10th Avenue Freeze Out does, too, right? Yeah, a bunch of do. Yeah. Uh, speaking of 10th Avenue Freeze Out, what genre is this song? So here's my thing with 10th Avenue Freeze Out. I was listening to it on the interstate, and I almost crashed my car because um, a too-big pinstripe suit just, like, materialized on my body <laughs> when I was listening to it. And a big fat cigar, like, materialized in my mouth. And just the shock of everything. I just, like, I was... All four of my tires blew up. It was awful. It's... I don't... It's like a... I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know how to describe it. He definitely like put old on the, R&B. The, big, the big Talking Heads man's suit for this song. Yes. It's the it's the closest thing to Zoot Suit Riot that we have, is what I'm trying to get across. It's very horn-heavy. Yeah, there's, like, four... There's... I'm looking at, like, the, like, personnel listing on Wikipedia. There's tenor saxophone, trumpet, flugelhorn, baritone saxophone. Like, (laughs) there's a whole horn section that isn't normally in the band here. Um, so this song, I guess, is supposed to be, like, a story about how the band formed or something. Oh, okay. But, uh, I... From this, uh... Hell yeah, dude. From this excerpt... It says, yeah, the song tells the story of the formation of the E Street Band. However, when asked, most Springsteen fans cannot answer the question, what is a 10th Avenue freeze-out? I'm so fucking glad. The meaning of the phrases is still a mystery. Even Springsteen himself says, laughing, in the Born to Run documentary, Wings for Wheels, the making of Born to Run. <laughs> I have no idea what it means, but it's important. <laughs> so That's true. It is an important song to me, because I like to hear it. Because, like, the definition of a freeze-out is, like, a boycott. Yeah. So, like, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, work, uh, labor politics, love it. But, like, I didn't really get what the rest of, how the, what the rest of the song had to do with that. So, it's, like, huge, like, goofy horns that start. At the, so, the first, the first lyrics are, teardrops on the city, bad scooters searching for his groove. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genius tells me the bad scooter character is, as no one takes any pains to conceal, Springsteen himself. <laughs> so that's the character name he came up for his own character. For his, bad like, scooter. iconic, the one that people know Bruce Springsteen for. He's like, I'm gonna call myself Bad Scooter. 
I like it. Um, it is good. So, yeah. The, uh, there is the part about the big man joining the band, and he gets, like, a cool, like, sax riff. Mm-hmm. So, it'd be cool, like, if you could just get someone to introduce you all the time, and then you could do your, like, signature move. <laughs> like, just in general. Yeah. I fucking... I forget... So, I forget that, um, with, with you know, sort of singer-songwriters, sometimes I forget that there's also a band. And it's yeah, not it's just... Yeah, it's the E Street band. It's not just Bruce Springsteen putting down one instrument and then playing the saxophone for this part, and then yeah. putting that down and playing the piano... Uh-huh. Like, I do forget that he has an E Street band, and I forgot that it wasn't just Bruce Springsteen playing saxophone on all these songs. I, I wish it was, kind of. That'd be really yeah. funny. Yeah. It'd be good. <laughs> um, let's see. Where's my tab? That I, uh, uh, here it is. There's another, but, like, it's the formation of the band, but the only other person he mentions is the big man. That's true. Like, like Max Weinberg isn't here. And if the, Ronnie if this, Van Zant or whoever is in here. If this is the formation of the band, then who sang the first song? Ah, oh, shit. Think about it. <laughs> Work of the week. <laughs> That's Thunder Road is the Old Testament, and yes. then, then <laughs> after that is where the New Testament begins. Uh-huh. There's a new covenant. Uh, there's a line. There's uh one line. I'm gonna sit sit back right easy and laugh when Scooter and the Big Man bust the city in half. Isn't uh, he also the Big Man? The, sax- the saxophone player is the big man. Oh, right. He's the big... Okay, got Clarence it. Clemens. Right. And they used to kiss all the time. They did apparently used to kiss all the time. Was there, like, a certain time, or did they just... It like, was. Oh, it's I during... kiss that guy. It was uh, specifically during, like, a, at the end of, like, a big build-up part in Rosalita. Oh, okay. Which, which we'll be hearing later in this episode. Interesting. So, stay tuned for that. Yeah. And it's, it's like, fucked up, because, like, the album cover is so iconic... But he's leaning on Clarence Clemens, and he's just entirely cropped out of the picture. Yeah, like that's kind of fucked up. I didn't until I until like somebody in like the Fun Point Discord like posted the entire picture. I was like, oh hey, there's another person. But then you see the whole picture, and he's wearing like an Undertaker hat. Yeah, well, it was and the it's 70s. good. It's the seventies was just like whatever. Yeah. Uh, this like this some of the other songs sound kind of like eighties ish. You know, yeah. but this one, when you hear 10th Avenue Freeze It, you're like, oh, yeah, this is the fucking 70s. That's true. To me. God, that, that uh, is exactly the Undertaker's hat, huh? It is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do we have anything else on this one? Uh, no, it's just, I'm glad that, like, I'm glad that you didn't start it with, like, and this song sounds exactly the same as the other ones, and it's 10th Avenue Freeze Out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it sounds so much different than every other song on this album. Because I just That's I I, I don't know what I thought Bruce Springsteen sounded like, but it wasn't Tenth Avenue Freeze Out. It definitely was not this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is it is the only song that's like that. So right, it's weird. Um, the next song on the album is Night, which is fine. It's fine. It's fine. It has like a really like. Like, the intro kind of gets you hyped up. Like, you know, but, um, mm. and this one is definitely about, like, hey, your life sucks because you work all day, but at night you get to race cars and look at girls. Oh, yeah, this is the first one, this is the first song about, like, beating up your boss. You yeah. get to work late and the boss man's, the boss yeah. man's giving you hell. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it, it is it is funny to me now that like people do call him the boss because he hates bosses. That's very good. He, yeah, specifically he's talking about the boss man who is different from It's like he's the day man and the night man. It's like I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. Businessman, yeah. So the boss man is evil and the boss is good. I'm and that's so glad that with. we're like I I am pretty sure we're never going to actually talk about like a full Jay-Z song, but we're just going to constantly make fun of like little Jay-Z moments. Of- Make fun of Jay Z all the time. Yeah, I mean it's a hard knock life. Like, yeah, what are you gonna do? I haven't listened to Jay Z in a very long time. It's you. It's fine. It's probably fine. I I owned the Black album, like really? as a CD. Yeah, and it was good to me. I don't know how good it is now. I like the one I where specific- he's like H to the Izzo. I like that one. That one's good. Um, I remember. What, being a child and the song Big Pimpin' was on the radio. Uh-huh. And I d- didn't know what, like, spending G's meant. So I thought he was talking about spinning cheese. Okay. And I thought that was a strange thing for a rapper to be bragging about. I mean, cheese is also a money. It's also money. It's yeah. Also, yeah, it's also, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. But I'm just imagining Jay-Z, like, on the farm, like, crafting his artisan goods. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. I hope he's okay. Just so you know, um, (laughs) according to Wikipedia, the cast of The Big Bang Theory made a flash mob uh, of Big Pimpin' during the live taping of an episode. And they kind of did a funny flash mob to Big Pimpin'. That's... That's the bad place. Yeah, I take back what I said. Jay-Z's good now. (laughs) He he deserves better. Um, Okay. So this song's about you you work hard, 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. You, you go work at the the racism factory. He does immediately say that you do get to the racism factory late. Yeah. Which is like, uh, I, I, pardon me for bootlicking, but like that is kind of just it's, like yeah, you get to work. You get to work late and the boss man's giving you hell. Like, if the boss man were to give you hell, I feel like not to side with the boss man. Yeah. But that does seem a, like a valid reason for your boss to be mad at you. And it says that like you get up, you get up every morning at the sound of the bell. So like you're getting up on time, but you're just fucking around and like. Well, you're setting your alarm five minutes before you have to be at work. Right. So, yeah. Uh. So again, it's another song about like you, you work all the time, but then at night you get to go out and drive your your slick machine. And that, that's the thing I noticed on this album is uh, Bruce Springsteen has something in common with Joseph Joestar, uh-huh. because they both they both call cars machines. That's true. <laughs> Joseph Joestar definitely listens to Bruce Springsteen. He he canonically listens to Weird Al. That's so, true. Did yeah. Weird Al ever 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 give Bruce Springsteen the business? I don't know. You're you're the 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 Yankovic the Albert head. historian. Yeah. Well, the first thing I just saw is Weird Al Yankovic explains why he's never parodied Bruce Springsteen before. So, oh, there you go. Is, is, he's too good. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I, nothing I can't you do can it. Do. I can't make it any better. <laughs> the impossible joke. I can't do it. Uh, so like this song, I like. Like I said before, the sentiment more than the actual song. Like you work nine to five and somehow you survive till the night is like good yeah. to me. And yeah, like but, that's how it, that's how it is under the bad political economy. It's true, but it is it's kind of like one note. Like there's not that many changes. Like the tempo's kind of the same throughout, and just kind of mm-hmm. it's like three minutes long. It's okay. it would be fun to sing at a concert. Yeah, probably. 
Do you think people do Springsteen impressions when they're singing at the concert, like, instead of their actual voice? They sing like this. Because, like, when I went to go see Bob Dylan, like... Oh, no. Oh, I was... If he would have heard me, he would have had his feelings really hurt. (laughs) I can say that every Streetlight Manifesto concert I've been to... There are people in the crowd just going like they bring so but that also would be me during Jungle Land, so I can't talk. Oh yeah, there's no like because I mean Bruce Springsteen has like arena shows, so you have seats and stuff, but like I couldn't imagine and I usually I love to sit at a concert. Oh my god. I Oh, it's so good. I hate general admission shit. I'm sorry for being the world's oldest man, but like I hate that shit. What if I need to go to the bathroom and I lose my spot? Like Exactly. One time I was literally trampled at a Coheed and Cambria concert. Oh. I, I was forced into the pit. And I said, I don't want to be here right now. And they said, too bad. <laughs> That's horrifying. The closest thing I've ever been to a pit was um, the world's softest circle pit at a Less Than Jake concert. Okay. And it was literally just everybody skaking in a circle. Oh, yeah. As and you was, do. Yeah. And it was like, it was still like, oh, this is too intense for me. I got to go. But I'm just, I'm trying to listen to all my best friends or metalheads, please. <laughs> please allow me to listen to this song in peace. Uh, let's see. What's the next but one? Yeah, if you, if you, if you're sitting down during the saxophone part of Jungle Land, you should be escorted out. Uh, the next song on here is Backstreets. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking good, dude. It's pretty good. The intro is so good. Like, to me, to me... Like, it starts with, like, the piano, and then as soon as that, like, organ comes in with, like, the I'm just like, yes, uh-huh. this is my shit. And then the drums <laughs> come in at the same time. Oh, it sounds so good. Now, what is a soft, infested summer? Oh, that's when me and Terry became friends. Well, and yeah, that, I get that. It's, it's his song about meeting Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> I, I'm, uh, Bruce would never be Hulk Hogan's friend, and for that we love him. I don't know. I think it's a, another one of those things that, like, he already had kind of the meter down. He was writing a song about bugs, and then, yeah. like, they were like, no, we gotta write a song about, like, back streets and, like, a it was originally called love. It, it was originally called Bug Streets. <laughs> and Clarence says, I don't like Beatles. So he's like, okay, big man, I'll get yeah. down this one. He so, was like, oh, yeah. our, first, our first two albums aren't doing so well. We got a copy off the Beatles. And it's like, no, Bruce, they aren't actually singing about bugs. <laughs> no, not again, Bruce. <laughs> we keep telling you. Uh, so yeah, in this song, there's it's a story of how Bruce and a, and a character named Terry became huge air quote friends. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's it's about gay. To me. It seems to me. Mm-hmm. It might be about gay. Might be about gay, but uh, it does say like, uh, actually, uh, Terry could be a girl's name too. So, so yeah, there you uh, go. So yeah, there you go. It's not then. Yeah, and then it's like, well, Bruce, could you uh, could you like explain a little bit more about what you mean? And then he just starts singing "Hiding on the Back Streets" twenty yeah. times until you stop. Hiding on the back streets. <laughs> In the back streets. He he yells it a lot. I like it because it kind of sounds like he's just trying. He's like practicing in front of the mirror, trying to figure out the exact way he wants to say it. Mm-hmm. Like, he just gives it all on of the back he just... streets. Hiding on the, on the back streets. Hiding on the back streets. 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm on the genius page now and I scroll down. It says, outro, hiding on the back streets 18 times. <laughs> and that's it's not all, right. all of them. It's all right. We and go then, hiding on the back streets, trying to hide. Hiding on the back streets yeah, He does one times. it's not unusual, and then he goes right yeah. back into it. Well, yeah. You got to throw him off. Um, this So this is one of the longer songs on the album. Six minutes, 30 seconds. It doesn't feel like it, though, to me. No, it really doesn't. But, but that's because, like, the difference between this and Night is that there's, like, different, like, movements and shit. Like, the intro is, like, a minute and 30 seconds or whatever. And then, like, each part kind of feels a little bit different, so you don't even realize how long the song is. Yeah. It was the first song that, um, when I was, when I was on the interstate on my way to Moe's Southwest Grill to get a big burrito, um, I, I, I was like, okay, the next red light, it's tweet time. And then I made a tweet about y'all mind if I'm hiding on the back streets, because it was really good. It's good. Um... I was also, I was just Googling to, like, see if there's any evidence that, like, the Backstreet Boys named their band after this Bruce Springsteen song. And the first result that came in is uh, from NME.com, and it said, mm-hmm. the title is, Study Suggests That Listening to Bruce Springsteen Could Make You Racist. Okay. <laughs> was this study from, like, done on one person? Like, yeah, it was it was from, a... yeah, study undertaken by the University of Minnesota. Um, they, okay, they, they played a host of different music genres to 138 students for seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they were told that they were part of a study to work out how funds should be distributed among ethnic groups in their college. This is just like an even worse version of the prison experiment. Yeah, this is like Philip Zimbardo's like, hey, let's do a worse one. Hey, let's do that again, but fuck it up real bit. Let's slander the boss for no reason. Because in my... Now, this is anecdotal. Mm-hmm. I haven't done any research or statistical analysis on this. But there has been a direct correlation in the increase of my age, my leftist leanings, and how much I like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah! <laughs> so... I was really... I had to read that headline, like... Because I even saw, like, Bruce Springsteen racism, and I was like, oh, it's gonna talk about how, like, Bruce Springsteen, like gets people to like maybe stop being uh-huh. like a 13 year old 4chan racist but like no but there is the whole thing about people seeing uh born in the usa and thinking about hey this song is about america yeah and how it's good and it's actually the spoilers it's not that it's the opposite yeah born in a dead man's town the first step i took was when i hit the ground and they're like yeah this is good yeah <laughs> this is my my campaign music this Unfortunate Son, the two, my two favorite yeah. pro-America songs. The pro-America songs that always play when America's doing something good and great. There's literally never, like, I think, I bet even the Star-Spangled Banner is, like, probably a shitty, like, a shitty, like, it's probably, Francis Scott Key was probably like, oh, fuck this country. <laughs> Did you listen to the Punch Up the Jam about it? About the National Anthem? About the National Anthem? No, I haven't yet. It's, it's, they, he gets some stuff about slaves in there, so. Oh, well, uh, I go. think he was firmly on the, uh, the, Prob- the, the pro-America side. Right, he probably listened to Bruce Springsteen and became racist. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably well, true. Alright, well, fuck you, Francis Scott Key. Confirmed. Fuck you, Francis Scott Key. Backstreets is good. Yeah. It is good. Uh, I like, on Wikipedia, it lists like, this is the end of side one. Like, that's how you know we're in vampire times. Yeah, 
<laughs> I like that. I like that albums used to kind of give you a break. Yeah, and and I I'm a big proponent of like the order of the songs on the album really matters. Yeah, and it's a, it's like Thunder Road starts side one, Backstreets ends it, and you say, okay, let's flip this bad boy over. What do we got here? Boom, Born to Run. Yeah, right at it's the really like, yeah, it's so clearly designed for like when you're when you're just chilling at home on top of your car with your record player that's portable. And it's mm-hmm. like, hmm, the side one's pretty good. And then it ends with, like, the fade out of, I don't know, the back streets. And you're like, oh, I gotta get more of this. I Give it to me one more time. And then Born to Run. Yeah. It's, just, it's give, the give, song. Put it on the back. Give, it, give that to me 25 more times. And then we'll go to Born to Run. Uh, So, Born to Run. It's the song, the one you knew. Uh-huh. Did you know it, or did you just like think know the name and then? I like I I knew maybe we were bored. Like I knew like the 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 chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, so born to run is about fucking your girlfriend. It's about fucking your girlfriend in a huge car <laughs> <laughs> and driving very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's most of it. That's mostly it. Did you? Yeah. R- kind the, of the um... album. Born, yeah, born to run. The album is also about fucking your girlfriend. <laughs> Um, the fucking, like, incumbent Democrat guy in New York who lost and got his shit kicked in at his, like, concession Oh, event, Joe Crowley? He, Joe Crowley. He played Born to Run and sang it. Well, like, he, he like, clearly that's wasn't. Not, he, no, no, you lost. Like, I don't understand what it is. We already said it with Born in the USA, but, like, I politicians just being like, I think I'm gonna miss the... Is this two on the nose? Yeah. How on the nose is it if I miss the point entirely? Yeah, I love. To be, I, love... I love to be a centrist Democrat and like play dead prez at my fucking concession. My name is Paul Ryan, and I love Rage Against the Machine. That makes my like my blood bleed. Like that's <laughs> like that's another thing that like if the Onion put that out, you'd be like, all right, step it up a little. Calm. Yeah. <laughs> Their most fucking famous thing is about how cops are the Klan. Like that's. But no, may, but may, he might listen to it and be like, "This is good." Yeah, maybe he just, like, doesn't know what workforces means, you know? He he just likes to hear about it. He just played it on Guitar Hero, and he was like... And, like, fair point. It's a very good riff. It's a good riff, yeah. Um, so, it's weird that Born to Run is, like, so popular, because a lot of it is more of his, like, goth shit. Yeah, he does... Like, at night we ride through Mansions of Glory and Suicide Machines, uh... Yeah, oh baby, this town rips the bones from your back. It's a death trap. It's a suicide rap. He uses the word suicide twice in the first verse. <laughs> also, Bruce Springsteen was the original pop punk, I'm gonna leave my town Yeah, guy. and it's like, I, but you don't talk shit about my town. I love this town. Fuck this town. I love mm-hmm, the people exactly. in it. I hate it so much. I want to leave it forever. Also, I love it. I love pizza and to fuck my girlfriend. I'm Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Uh, so, how do you feel about, uh, wrapping your legs around these velvet rims and strap your hands across my engines? Is that about fucking a car? I, I think Is he a car? I imagined he is I imagined him as a motorcycle. Okay. Like, a hog, if you will. Like, he's a hog, and he wants Wendy to ride him down Mm -hmm. the highway, down the turnpike. Right. Yeah. He wants to know if love is wild, and he wants to know if love is real. Da down, 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 down. And also, 
So, I kind of just, this made me realize that, like, I, I'm very bad at hearing what lyrics are. Like, I'm very just, like, bad at, I guess, processing what the real lyrics of a song are. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I was pretty much the guy who would, like, make those funny, like, misheard lyrics videos on, like, uh-huh. the, um, I'm just the, the nuts on your bedpost, like, for the Fall Out Boy song, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I never realized he was saying tramps like us. And what I was like, I think it was. I was like, that's a rude, that's a rude word. Well, hey, he can say it. Yeah. And it's Who like, knows the boss better than himself? Because, like, I know that word from... It's the like lady an, end. Yeah, it's like, the, and that's like a juxtaposition of, like, a very, like, classy lady and then, like, a sort of, a sort of, uh, a, a, a back alley dog. Mm-hmm. But the real, when I think of the word tramp, I think about where I really learned it from, which was from Billy Madison. And okay, the scene. Glad we could hit that box on the uh, yeah. For bingo. those of you who are, this is your first Eddie and Brooks project. We're both big Adam Sandler fans. Full stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love him here. We love, we love him. Have you seen Billy Madison? I've seen. I've never seen the whole movie. So you haven't seen at the end where he's he's in a trivia Jeopardy contest with the guy from Get Out and uh, Bradley Whitford. No, I have not. Okay, well, the guy, the big joke at the tr- at the trivia thing is that, like, he has all these categories, and it's like, uh, fucking potent potables, uh, Shakespeare performance, and then, like, there's a category that's, like, my wife the tramp, and it's, like, all okay. about how, like, you, you should hate his detestable wife who is a tramp. That's really funny. So I was like, well, wait, that's... That's a bad. You're thing really to making me want to see this movie. Well, it's you know, it's Steve Buscemi comes in and shoots the guy in the ass. Okay, I'm back on board. It's anyways, it's a good chorus. I just, I was just like, oh, because it's like tramp, tramps like us. It's like, oh, we're like rough and tumble, and we're like, yeah, we were born to run. <laughs> Come uh, fuck me, I'm a car. There is one one point I want to mention. I'll I'll do my best Springsteen voice for this part. Please God. Uh. <clears throat> Wait, let me see. Uh, wait, where is it? Uh, together, Wendy, we can live with the sadness. I'll love you with all the madness in my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's what I mean when he sounds like, when he sounds like he's dying. The, oh, it's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, That's the sound that, that's the sound that All Might makes when he turns back to Small Might. (laughs) That's, he's like, he's like a ghost is leaving his body. A ghost is constantly trying to escape him throughout this album, and he's doing his best to keep it in. Yeah. But he just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're trying to, like, hold in a burp, except it's an entire ghost inside of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Born to Run's good. Born to Run was probably also written about Scooby-Doo at first. Uh-huh. And it was, this is the part where, like, you're being chased by a ghost. And it's, like, <laughs> written to Velma, and it's like, we were born <laughs> to run. Away from Mr. Jenkins, who's wearing a spooky mask. Yeah, the the guy who old, runs the old abandoned amusement park. Uh, that would be a good, like, setting for a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah. Coney like, Island's the, around there, right? Well, Coney Island's Brooklyn. Most of the, I'm guessing most of his boardwalk shit is about Asbury Park. Okay. So, which is, it's a New Jersey place. Uh... The next song is <laughs> the previously maligned She's the One. <laughs> the detestable She's the, the One. The detestable, she, horrible She's the One. It's fine. It kind it's of just sounds a- like me in, like, 
uh, in like a rap circle trying to like come up with rhymes in the moment. It's like uh-huh. with her killer graces and her secret places. Like my main thing is the intro just sounds like it's like an eighties like teen comedy or something. Yeah. Like that's what plays as like the credits are coming up. That's yeah. Yeah. It's uh oh so her so I didn't know um all the lyrics to the song. I brought them up right now. It says with her killer graces and her secret places that no boy can fill. Mhm. So uh that's gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess this is, so, I, I think I know why we don't like that one this much. It's because he wants, it's the girl he wants to fuck, but there's no car involved. Yeah, it's, I, just it's a girl. yeah, it's, it's sort of inscrutable to me, because I'm like, where's the car? She's maybe the, the secret one. places that no boy can fill, maybe that's her, like, big garage. A big garage. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, there's only one, like, really standout part of the song, and it's, like, through, the, at the, like, instrument break when Clarence just fucking goes off on the sax. Yeah. Like, Clarence is like, don't worry, I'll save this one. Don't worry, I'm gonna do my best to get you out of this one, buddy. Mm-hmm. And he plays his 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 cool uh, little riff there. Yeah. Um, I like to... Th- so if you're disappointed on the sort of, like, the secret places that no boy can fill song, you can always think of Emotion Side B, I Don't Want to Be the One, as, like, a sort of response to this. Oh, yeah, that's like, hey, stop talking about my secret places. Yeah, unless you're a car. Unless you're a car in which, please, like, crank my engine mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you do to a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Change my tire, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, like, I don't have that much to say about this one. Yeah, it's it's the most, it's the most, it's still, like, it's not bad to hear, but it's, mm-hmm. like, it's... It doesn't reach the heights of of your Thunder Road or your back streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's, wh- that's where you would put a She's the One, is, you know, you'd put it right after Born to Run, and then it's like, oh, I'm not going to go all the way across the room because I want to hear yeah, Jungle Land. This is, this, is this. The, the, this is the popcorn match of, yeah. the, of the album. Yeah. Yeah, this is when No Way Jose comes out. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's not bad. Right. Uh, next up, we have Meeting Across the River. Which is, yeah. It's okay. It's like the one kind of like slow tempo, like darker song. It's about a guy who's dying and he wants to ride in a car one more time. (laughs) Um, I know friend of the show Zach really likes this song. But to me, it's just a worse version of another Bruce Springsteen song, Atlantic City, which is pretty much the same thing, but better to me. Does he say your name in that one also? No, he does. Maybe that's why I don't like this one that much. Is because he's talking about like, oh, Eddie, you're about to do some bad shit. Hey, Eddie, like, can you give me. me some money? Hey, can you please get us a car? I'm dying. <laughs> Listen, we got to go do this illegal shit, and it's fine. But don't worry about it. But also, we are definitely gonna die, Eddie. I was just fucking like, this is my first listen through. You know, I'm trying to be like, okay, what are the parts that Eddie likes? What really draws you to this album? And oh, you mean when the song's, the hey first, Eddie, hey Eddie, <laughs> yeah, can you lend me a few bucks? 
Gotta beat it on the other side. That part's good because it's like, okay, Bruce, I get it. You're, it's like it's like death and stuff, and it's like because mm-hmm. if you were just like, I got a meeting with a man on the other side, it'd be like, okay, you're, so you're talking about like probably a bridge. But he's like, yeah. pay attention to this on the other side. It's like oh, when, yeah, when the ghost comes it. out, it means something. Yeah, yeah, he was actually singing a bit about the bridge, but then the ghost was showed up and it made it spooky. Also, two grand is practically sitting here in my pocket. Yeah, they ain't gonna Not be yet. just looking for him this time because they're also looking for the ghost. They're also looking for the ghost. They're hunting him, mm-hmm. and they brought their spect- spectrometers yeah. or whatever they're called. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is just like a story of a guy. He's like, "Hey, we're gonna do some shady shit, and it'll be good. Don't worry." Yeah. But we don't really get like a resolution, which is probably because it's bad. Yeah, I like um. I like this because this and um, Bon Jovi are the only two times that I've ever really heard somebody refer to um, something as, like, in hoc. Like, like to hoc something? Yeah, like, like Tommy's got a six-string in hoc, you know, from uh, Living on oh, the Oh, yeah. And this is like, uh-huh. well, Cherry says she's gonna walk because she found out I took her radio and hocked it. Uh-huh. And it's like, man, I'm so nostalgic <laughs> for the 70s. Man, I wish I could go hawk something. Yeah. And get not enough money for it and then leave this town. Yeah. God, I wish that God, I wish I were ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like the narrate so Eddie is doing a lot of the heavy like so he needs Eddie to lend him a few bucks, give him a ride, and come along on his illicit deal and Trust also some don't new say any criminal. And also don't say anything about it. Just yeah. stand there. And then it's like, we gotta stay cool tonight, Eddie, because if we blow this one, they're also looking for you. You're an accomplice now. It's great. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Meeting across the river. Goodbye. I mean, this is what I would do if somebody were just like, hey, come on. be give, okay. me, give me everything. And I would just like, just like to avoid conflict, I'd be like, okay. Okay, here's $2,000. I'll give you to a To be fair, if someone was like, hey, come along and don't say anything, I'd be like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Just what I want to do. Yeah. Can I work the radio? All right, cool. Uh, okay. I guess that's that. Uh, I do like when uh, it ends with, uh, I'm going to go out walking. Because I was thinking about that that image of when you balking. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> now with an extra layer of Photoshop on it, but it's Bruce Springsteen's like screaming face. Uh huh. <laughs> And that that was my favorite part of the song, was just thinking about that funny image. <laughs> it's good. Uh, that leads us to the last song on the album, uh-huh. which is Jungle Land. Uh, do you like Jungle Land? I like Jungle Land. It's good to me. It is ten minutes long. It's Yeah, so I had my concerns because, like, listen, I, I love The Doors, but I will never listen to all of the end because it's fucking boring. But this one isn't. It's not, it, it's, again, it doesn't feel like it. Mm-mm. Like, every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, it's over. Okay. Well, that was, really? Ten minutes? Okay. I just love, uh, does, uh-huh. like, should we, like, expect that, like, Bruce Springsteen, like, wrote these songs for the most part? Yeah. Because I just love, like, okay, so I, so I've I've already written about the boss man, now I'm gonna, like... I need to write about be, a on the officer. very last on the last album song of the album. I'm going to introduce 25 characters. Uh huh. So and we the got song the, is we got 10 the rat, long. we got the barefoot girl, and they're running from uh, what's a hey Clarence? What's a term for like a police officer? Ah, uh, never mind. I'll just write maximum lawman. The maximum lawman. <laughs> so good. 
Oh my god. Okay. Um, also the local cops, Cherry Tops, which mm-hmm. I have to imagine, like the maximum lawman, he's like the king. Yeah, he's got a whole Sunday up there. Uh, also we were introduced to the location of Flamingo Lane, which, <laughs> sure, buddy. Yeah. And I mean, so, this is, this is like, this is about like, it's just Jersey, right? So the Rangers had a homecoming. In Harlem late oh, Okay, so that's night. New York. And the magic retro of his slick machine over the Jersey State line. Colin, that was my impression. What? <laughs> it's always adjective machine when he just wants to say car. Yeah, it's a slick, there's slick machine. machine. There's suicide machine. Because he doesn't know that they're... Uh, slap your hands across my engines. Nobody ever told him what a car is. He he knows like the brands and different ways to call them machines. Yeah, maybe car uh, is the signal word that like the ghost can pop out if Bruce Springsteen ever says the yeah. word car. Uh, so hey, remember when the Maximum Lawman chased the rat and the barefoot girl? Yeah, like thirty seconds into the song, there's already like, well, the Maximum Lawman run down flamingo, and you're like, all right, I know what that yeah. means. Okay, I know. Okay, you, so I have to get my fucking. A Song of Ice and Fire lineage Yeah, out. <laughs> Like, Bruce, you have ten minutes. You could, like, you could stretch out the character introduction a little bit. You could make, like, two or three different songs. And he's like, no. No, we're doing here eight now. songs. Uh, and they do meet beneath, meet beneath that giant Exxon sign. That <laughs> brings this fair city light. Yeah. Uh, so looking at the lyrics, there, so there's an opera out on the turnpike. There's a ballet being fought in the alley. So yeah, it's like it's Great Gatsby. There's a lot of there's people and they're living lives in the big city. Yes. And kids do flash guitars just like switchblades hustling for the record machine. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and then they explode into rock and roll bands, which is goofy. Yeah, but... I mean it's like uh, they're fighting, but they're fighting for the f- rock and roll fame. For, it's for rock and roll of fame of, of music. Yeah, it's it's fighting, uh, but it's music instead of weapon. So we have talked about the solo in Jungle Land. Mm-hmm. I just it's weird because like it doesn't really they don't like segue into it well to me because it's just kind of like a verse that ends and then like it just kind of starts. Yeah, uh, but it is extremely good to me, and I I'm just like scrolling down the genius page. Right. And it's like after lyrics, it's just in brackets, saxophone solo. Now, if you click on that, it does say that it took Clarence it took- Clemens 16 hours to record with Bruce, Bruce watching and guiding the whole time. That sounds like a nightmare. That's an, you fucking, you wake up, you, you wake up in the studio and Bruce Springsteen's sitting there watching you and he says, hey, it's saxophone time. And then you play it until you go to sleep. And he he's says, like, he says, play, he says, play the solo like the ghost does it. And he says, I don't know what that means, boss. Play your brass machine. (laughs) It's a fucking good solo, though. It's a really good... Like, it's really, like... If you told me the words, like, three-minute saxophone solo, I'd probably be like, great, can't wait to uh, fast-forward that really quick. Mm. But it... Even it, like... It doesn't even feel like, wow, this has been going on a long time. It's just kind of, like, a bop the whole time. Like, even me, I love the November Rain solo, but even at some point, I'm like, okay, this has been going on for a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I never feel that with this solo. Because it just kind of, like, builds up the whole time, and then it 
when it finally, like, reaches the crescendo, it still goes on just enough to, like, slow back down and then back into the rest of the song. Yeah. Like, it's really good. It's honestly to the point where, like, when he starts, like, singing about the rat and shit again, I'm just kind of like, uh. <laughs> I miss I miss the big man. It's like right after this fucking saxophone solo, he starts singing about soul engines. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hang on. Yeah. Beneath the city, two hearts beat, soul engines running through a night so tender. So. And it's like, and then, yeah, the, it's, the soul engine is your penis, I get it. I guess. Hey, the rat's own dream guns him down. No one watches when the ambulance pulls away. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Ah. This song is about bug eating. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's not. Please, Bruce. No, listen, we've we've given Bruce some flack for his his naming, but it it will never be as bad as Jotaro Kujo's bug eating. I've been watching um, an anime called Kuroko's Basketball. It's a sports anime. Right. And one of, like, the side characters, I was like, I, this guy has a really cool voice. Uh, who does it? And it's fucking Jotaro. Oh, that makes so, sense. he snuck up on me again. Yeah. He's so at the foul you, line, and you hear, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> He's very good at shooting three-pointers in that show. Oh. Um, anyway. So, Jungle Land, it's, like, I guess melancholy. Like, the rat fucked up, or whatever. Yeah. And it's not a fun ending for all of us. Tonight in Jungle Land. Yeah. It's, um, I, 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 I mean, I've lived in Florida my whole life, so, like, I don't get it. But, like, <laughs> I get it. Like, I get it's, like, it's the city's, like, beautiful, but it's bad. But, like, the, the boss man's giving you hell. But, mm-hmm. like, you, sometimes, sometimes you get to fuck a car. And, sometimes, like, and hey, you work nine to five and you fuck a car into the night. Sometimes you fuck a car and sometimes there's rock and roll bands that are new. And he was probably, he probably wrote, was inspired about this song when he heard about a young John Bon Jovi in his garage. And he's like, he's like, wow, they're flashing guitars just like switchblades. Maybe music is saved after all. Maybe, that's it. We did it. Reddit. <laughs> we did it. Reddit. Uh, so overall, uh, what do you think about Born to Run? It's really like, good. It's something it's really that, like, good. I can see myself, like, probably when I'm on, like, a road trip, like, when I'm on my 90-minute mm-hmm. drive back home, like, I'll probably mm-hmm. be like, I think I'll dip into Jungle Land real quick. I'm glad, I'm glad you like it. I didn't yeah. know if you would. I'm glad you do. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely didn't want to come out of the first episode and be like, it's bad. But, like, <laughs> no, but it actually was good. Okay. Good. I'm one for one. Yeah. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. It was all right. Is this like where is this like a top ten Eddie album or like I I don't know I don't know like personally if it's one of mine but I kind of like list it because of how many artists I listen to like have this influence in it yeah it's so a good like, like barometer of like if you like this then you'll like what I like yeah yeah definitely okay but I don't know if it's in when I like top ten or anything yeah it's good though. Um, it's good though. I like it a lot. Is there another Springsteen album that like you like is good? I mean, a lot for for like he has so many albums and I don't know his like recent shit from like I don't know 2000 on yeah. or something. Uh a lot of them it's like I because he has so many I've never really dug into it. I just know like oh, here are like the couple songs on this one that I like. Mm-hmm. So I'll just kind of like put these on my like Bruce Springsteen playlist so I have all the good ones. 
I guess if you had, if you were gonna listen to another one, Born in the USA would be the one because it has that. It has I'm on yeah. fire, which is about how how he's so horny that he's gonna die. Well, yeah. So that's good. So where is this sort of a music? I know you're a big album number mm-hmm. flow guy. Where do you sort of stand on greatest hits albums? They're, um, I don't know because greatest hits to me to me mm-hmm. it's usually not like it it i mean it depends if you just want to be like i want to hear all this guy's good songs and like fine but to me it's usually not a good like representation of the artist because you're only getting like the, the singles yeah the bops but there's even if they're not like popular there's usually like a few i have to be the guy that i'm like actually i like this song better mm-hmm. you know so yeah, like I'd be pissed if there was a if there was a best of Bruce Springsteen and Tenth Avenue Freeze Out wasn't on that. Yeah, because I feel like t- as a true Bruce Springsteen fan who's li- only listened to him for five days, like mm-hmm. that's a really like it's a classic. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to let's let's want to go to our Slap City picks? Yeah, let's do Slap City. So uh, I'll go first this week. Because uh, you went first last week. Okay. We'll switch it up. Yeah. So I'm keeping with my thing for the albums. For when I pick an album, uh, I'm going to do another song from that artist that we didn't get to talk about. Okay. But that I want to get attention. And I'm picking uh, by Bruce Springsteen and his famous E Street band, Rosalita, parentheses, come out tonight. Close parentheses. Okay. It's so it's a jungle land style song. It's only six minutes long, so it's a little bit shorter. And you know how jungle land's kind of like, oh, everything's like, wow, this guy came back and everything kind of fucked up and it's sad. Rosalita is like, what if it was good? <laughs> He's like, what if I got a girlfriend and I got a rock and roll contract and okay. everyone's having fun? And that's Rosalita. It's just really. Like, you, there is no way to not, like, have fun listening to the song. It's really good. Okay. So, yeah, that's mine. Um, I just freaked out because I thought, like, wait, was the love interest on the Naked Brothers band named after that Bruce Springsteen song? But no, her name was <laughs> Rosalina. Oh, okay. So that's, it's a Super Mario thing. Yeah, she was named after the Star Lady. Mm-hmm. So. What you got? I don't really have a system yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably like when it's my album week, I'll probably just do what you did and like pick an album mm-hmm. from, uh, like, or pick a song from like one that we probably won't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started th- trying to think of like a song that I love to listen to and I've listened to for 10 years and I love to listen to it every time. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, a 2008 song and, um, it's Kiss Me Through the Phone by Soldier Boy. And. <laughs> You know that I miss you I wanna be with you Tonight but I cannot baby girl And that's the issue Girl you know I miss you I just wanna kiss you But I can't right now so baby Kiss me through the phone Kiss me through the phone I'll see you later on, later on. Kiss me through the phone Kiss me through the phone See you when I get home And people think like People are like, oh, that's Brooks is doing a bit. That song fucking rules. Like, listen to it. It's fucking good the whole time through. 
Okay. I will. I can't wait. It's really good. Like, I get, I bet the first time you're going to be like, oh, Brooks is uh, up to his old tricks. But then after you, after you hear it, you're going to be like, six, seven, eight, triple nine, eight, two, one. And it's so fucking good. I, I know it. But like, when I thought of it, I was like, how does Kiss Me Through the Phone go? And the first thing I thought was hopped up out the bed. And I was like, no, that's my, kind of my swag. I was up. actually, I was, I was, I was torn between um, this song and Speakers Going Hammer. Um, but I genuinely, I've like, I think I've tweeted like 10 times over the years about how I think that Kiss Me Through the Phone should be the new national anthem. Okay. It's so fucking, like, when I was in high school, like me and my best friend growing up, we would just like play Pokemon Stadium all night and we would listen to Kiss Me Through the Phone on loop. And it was so, it's like the, it's like my jungle land is like sitting in your, in your high school best friend's bedroom playing Pokemon Stadium. And listening Stadium. to Kiss Me Through the Phone three times. Yeah. It's really okay. good. I'm excited to listen to it. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt before we get to your pick, but we didn't check in with our Patreon. Oh, yeah. We should, we have to do that at every halfway point. We have to remember to do that. Yes. We're still getting the hang of it, folks. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash postgameofthrones. Uh, if you donate at the $5 tier, uh, you'll be able to recommend albums for us to listen to that we'll do. How, I'll pick one, Brooks will pick one, then we'll do a Patreon pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at, also at that level, you get special shoutouts and episodes, and you can send us messages to read. At $10, you'll get all that, plus special user status in Discord. And this week's special user is our newest uh, donor, Nick Jagged. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Uh, I know you're looking forward to the Coheed and Cambria episode, which <laughs> we will have at some time in the it's future. It's going to be really hard for me to not just talk about NXT that whole time. We'll it's not it. going to be, I'm telling you now, it's not the album with that song on it. That's fine, I'll make it work. <laughs> okay. So, patreon.com slash Thrones. thank you. Uh, so, uh-huh. it's time for you to to pick that album that we're going to be talking about. Alright, so I really liked what you did last week where it was kind of like, ah, can you guess? Um, but I didn't okay. want to do the exact same thing. Um, okay. So what I did is I went uh, on Fiverr and I... Uh, could, I gave $5 to a witch, and okay. the witch gave me a sort of, like, uh, a sort of witch's riddle mm-hmm. about the album. Okay. So, like, Solve My Riddles 3. Yeah, so I, so what happened was I was like, okay, so here's the album, um, and here's, like, some details about it, and then the witch was like, great! And then I didn't hear from the witch for several weeks, and then just yesterday I got a scroll in the, in the mail. Okay. And the scroll reads, <clears throat> Ye who seek thine gems shall find a tale of strife and elation, wrought of steel, wrought of blood, oh, and no. wrought of pine, one year past the goat's coronation. Give it to me again with the regular voice. Okay. So ye who seek thine jams shall find a tale mm-hmm. of strife and elation, mm-hmm. rot of steel, rot of blood, and rot of pine, one mm-hmm. year past the goat's coronation. She, they did say on the notes that I should do it in the voice, but I'll just that once okay. I'll do it in my normal voice. So it's a goat involved in here. Right. It was past, it was a year, it, the, I believe that means probably the album was released one year after a goat's coronation. So is this like a mountain goats thing? Uh, that's a good guess that it's related to a sort of mountain goats thing. Uh, I I mean I don't. The only album I know is Beat the Champ. So, so is that your guess? I 
Yeah. You did it! I did it! <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be talking about Beat the Champ. Um, Coronation, okay, I got it. Yeah. Because okay. it was it was released one year after Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania. Perfect. Um, so yeah, it's their pro wrestling album, which like I don't think is... I don't think it's objectively like the best way to get into the mountain goats but i think it's the best way for a wrestling fan to get into the mountain goats uh-huh because like all the other albums are just like family problems and yeah. like and like you and your, you your, and your wife I, hating I each other some, i saw something on twitter about being mad at your dad in a car yeah that's kind of okay. and, it's, and don't get me wrong it fucking rules <laughs> um but this one's about like old territories wrestling Okay, I I know the legend of Chavo Guerrero. That's yeah. the only song off of it, and that's a good song. Yeah, and um, uh, but that's all I know off of it, and it's good. It's good. I do like the uh, I, I do like the part in uh, Chavo where he says "Young Eddie G." I like that a lot because it's Eddie Guerrero. That's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Young Eddie um, Cheese. <laughs> um, I do want to pat myself on the back for predicting that this would be your first pick like four months ago. So yeah, <laughs> I was like. It's uh, a little obvious, but it's also like you, it was gonna uh, baby, happen. Baby, baby name voices. You gotta like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I wasn't like I don't want to fucking I don't want to pull up fucking freaky styly from the Red Hot Chili Peppers first. Like I'd like to pick yeah. one that like I feel like we could actually talk about it because it's about like there's a fucking Bruiser Brody song. Like yeah, isn't it called like Stabbed to Death in Puerto Rico? Yeah, it's called <laughs> Stabbed to Death outside San Juan, which is what happens. <laughs> yeah. And um, um, it's good. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. I am making the announcement now that I'm a coward, and I will not be putting clips of every single song we talk about in this podcast, because that's a fucking lot of work. Yeah. And also, I was listening to One Song Only this week, which is Austin Walker and Friends podcast about finding out the best Kanye West song. That's and a very good podcast idea. You remember remember the bracket that was like released a few yeah. months ago? That's what they're using. Oh, Okay. So, yeah, that it's and they don't put clips in. So, gotcha. if Austin Walker doesn't do it, the king of podcasting, I'm not going to do it. That's true. I am going to put in our Slap City picks. Okay, well. great. So, everybody will be like, wow, that bass that comes in right before Sammy and, and Kiss Me Through the Phone. Maybe yeah. I should listen to it. Just because, like, this is my... Tell me if I'm... I, this is definitely, like, uh, coming up with the defense for myself for not wanting to do it. But, like, if we're talking about the whole album, like, people know it in advance and they can listen if they want. Yeah. So, and also, but slap, slap City is just like here's this. Yeah. So, and I mean, listen, we've throughout this episode, we both did a great job of doing saxophone impressions. Oh yeah, we both we both did it perfectly. So you don't even there's need to listen no to way the album. you don't know what we're talking about when we're like like that's clearly the saxophone Like that's what yeah, that's when Nintendo Toad shows up. I, now, I, hey, I got a new impression I can do. Yeah, and it just turns out. Try, so here's how you do a toad impression: try to be a saxophone, and then <laughs> you'll just be a treasure tracker. Yeah, pretend you're a saxophone and try to say yeah, ha ha ha, and then that'll sound exactly like toad. <laughs> so, uh, hey, there you go. Fun point. Episode one, we did it. Bruce Springsteen. Next week, we got the Mountain Goats beat the champ. Uh, it's good. It's it's good. I'm squiz pillion on everything. So. There's oh that. yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, Brooks as a noun on Twitter. Um, and uh, one time, uh, John Darnielle of the Mountain Goats uh, said that I, one of my tweets is the greatest tweet of all time. So um, thanks. There you go, confirmed. Yeah. 
until next week, uh, give us some reggae. Yeah, give us some reggae. That also, I... we will also be putting give us some reggae in whenever possible. That's gonna be, yeah, I, I need to get like a soundboard. Uh, <laughs> just clip one big so button. Just, just one big button. It's the, it's the fucking nut meme, but it says give some me some reggae. reggae. And I just slap that anytime I want to. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, happy, happy weed minute. Happy weed minute. Well, wow, a good it. omen for this podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, see you next week. Bye, friends. Bye.